Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. All right, joining me this afternoon is Mr. Steve Gould uh, from the great state of Maine. Do you have do you have snow yet, Steve? We do. I was going to say do. we got like four or five <laughs> inches last night, and parts of northern Maine have one to two feet already. Oh, geez, geez. Okay, well, uh, we're here on uh, kind of a little bit of a grill the candidates podcast. So uh, no, we won't say we're grilling you just to get a get a a meet and greet. So. Tell you what, uh, just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you work, uh, and you know how how you got into surveying. Where what's what you've done in surveying? Well, my name is Steve Gould. I'm licensed in the state of Maine. I own currently own Sack and Break Survey. We're based in Skowhegan. We have another office in Dover, Foxcroft, about an hour northwest of here. We have currently have thirteen employees. <laughs> um, I've Basically, my parent, my family was in the logging industry. My father did not want me to follow in his footsteps. So he had been working with a surveyor on different projects. So he says, why don't you go into survey? So basically, since eighth grade, I kind of knew what I was going to do. I met up with the surveyor and thought that was really interesting. And Basically, my junior year in high school, I started to work for Sack and a Break, and I've been here ever since 1988. Liked it so much, you just bought the business. That's right. Very good. That's right. Well, that's 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 awesome. I mean, it, you know, unfortunately, in this day and age, where uh, there, you know, people's uh, people's resumes of places they've been, you know, can especially, you know, I. And I don't blame them. They just they go where they need to go. But uh, there's something to be said for for what you've put together there. So that's 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 very very cool. Um, all of this years of work in the surveying profession. What's I guess what's been your work within the state society and and really what's driven you to want to be involved in both uh, the state society and NSPS? Well, I've always kind of been a big picture person. Um, of course, I started out just a few years after I started working for Mike Sackett. He took me to a local, uh, the MSLS, Maine Society of Land Surveyors, had an XCOM meeting, and he took me along one evening, and that was like two or, th- two or three years before I became, in 1997, I became a, a director in Maine Society of Land Surveyors. So nice. I've been the direct, director since then. <laughs> I still am um, on that. And basically, I was president in 2001 through 2003, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And then that, that was over, and our governor, NSPS governor, was getting done. And that's kind of like the natural flow of things that I wanted to do. Because as a student at UMaine, I, I attended in uh, 
1993, I attended the ACSM convention in uh, New Orleans. Okay. And I got, to, got a taste of it then. Um, I knew just seeing all, like, I remember Tommy Brooks and those guys, and Tommy Brooks is like the one character I remember from 1993. But uh, I, I knew it was it was a, group of surveyors talking about and, and they had the same goals so I really thought that was impressive and knew at some point I wanted to be there well good so, good basically since 2004 or five I've been with NSPS in various forms from area director to area one director until that ended right and what I mean what Tell us a little bit more about your involvement after we, yes, we transitioned from governors to directors. We eliminated the area of directors, but you've stayed engaged. You've stayed involved through all of this uh, in, in various positions and, and incur, including your current position now. Yeah, I'm currently I'm the uh, education chair. Um, when I first started, it was basically I had Rich Van Nosey and he was, he was in charge of the uh, student competition and that was our main focus at the time. But now uh, I'm kind of, it's kind of neat. It's kind of grown. I mean, Rich Rich had to step aside because he's a professor now at UMaine, but the uh, young surveyors took over the education, uh, the uh, the uh, surveyors competition. And I'm still chair of it, but I kind of direct them. They don't need much direction, but I guess I'm the, the overseer. I'm the old man of the group, um, which is, it's pretty neat. Um, and basically we look at, as a committee, we're looking at ABET and a bunch of other stuff that growing concerns with NSPS. You got it. Well, very good. Well, the question that we're laying out to all of the candidates, um, and as a candidate for an officer within NSPS, what what is your primary focus for the organization, and where do you see uh, the opportunities for the organization going forward? Well, as far as the focus, I mean, my focus is just to maintain the successes we have. Um, that's a huge thing. I mean, I don't like to think as this is political, but you have to maintain what we have. Um, there's no question, but we've made huge strides. Um, we're getting to be, there's getting to be a huge focus on committees, and I've kind of felt that that's kind of been set aside because the people in the main office, you guys, you and Trish, and everyone else there just can't do the work. And we as a group, a collective, we have to do the work. And so that's going to be, we've, it's kind of there now. And, and that's going to be my continual push is to make sure that everyone's volunteering to be on these committees and the committees are full and they're, we're pushing forward. Um, and some things that I'm looking at is ABET, they're kind of doing some things and NSPS needs to really pay attention and we need to be there. We need to, we need to let these groups know that we are the authority when it comes to land surveying. We are the group that everyone needs to come to. Um, so that's going to be just continually push that. I know we have in the past and that's really big that, that we keep pushing in, in the future. Or we're going to get, unfortunately, we may get run over. <laughs> Our numbers are down as land surveyors and there's more work out there than we've ever thought possible so there's gonna be other groups kind of trying to infringe on what we do and, and we really can't lose that um it'll be it'll be the end of our profession as i see it 
Exactly. Exactly. So no, uh, well spoken. I think that's uh, that, that that's definitely a, a a a good plan of attack for the for the future. Like I said, we're we are making some strides, and uh, you're, you're right that we we need to be able to to continue down this 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 positive road. So, um, right. any I guess any final thoughts? Anything you'd really like to share? Anything further uh, about? Uh, I guess one, the reason that you're want, wanting to run and, and two, where do you see the profession going? The reason why, I mean, it's just kind of stepping stone. I mean, I've been in the committees and, and this came up. So I thought, why not? <laughs> it's, I've been looking at it from the outside. Uh, so why not join it and, and see what I can do to make NSPS stronger. Um, that's my goal is, is to not weaken it. Just, just make it stronger and, and use what we have to make it stronger, which is the personnel. Um, and I guess running, I mean, I'm 51 years old, so I, I plan <laughs> on being here a lot longer. Um, sure. Cause I was, I was president of MSLS back in 2000. So that's been 20 something years. So hopefully in mm -hmm. another 20 something years, I'm, I'm still watching NSPS progress and, and get better and, and uh, good. I, I like to see our numbers grow. I mean, I mean, we're heading in that direction. We just need to somehow ensure that it happens. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we appreciate you taking a little bit of time today to to like I said, get to get to know you a little bit more. Um, bottom line is is that the you know it's the responsibility of the members to to want to 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 participate to vote. And to know who's who's going to be the leadership for our organization going forward, and this is a great opportunity to kind of get to know you a little bit more and and know what you what your plans would be, uh, you know, if if elected. Um, we'll note at this point in time that uh, on Tuesday, uh, November 29th at 4 p.m. Eastern, we will be having a a town hall to to meet and greet the candidates. Um, if, if you get a chance. Uh, register on uh hit the link on the on the on, on the podcast uh posting or we'll see some social media stuff out there as well so uh steve we look forward to having you on there and uh, uh we'll see if anybody's got questions for us and see what uh see what all shakes out uh um and, and that's a real grill the candidates <laughs> thanks tim this has been great all right thanks steve Joining me this afternoon is Danny Martinez, the current director, NSPS director from Nebraska. Danny, thanks for joining us today. And bottom line is, you know, you've you've been in around NSPS for a while. You're throwing your your uh, hat in a ring for president elect. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you work, how you got into surveying. What you you know what what your surveying career has been like, and then we'll get into talking about your association stuff as well. Sure, Tim. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on a podcast. Yes, I find myself listening to all the times now. Now I'm on the other side of it. Well, um, yeah. My name is Danny Martinez or Dan. Uh, uh, I got into surveying 
through like high school, again, by most people, they don't just seek it out. They surveying finds them. But uh, I started getting interested in both forestry and uh, fish and wildlife type backgrounds and had an opportunity to do some work for the volunteer. It's called the Student Conservation Association, uh, where I worked on trails in the high mountains of Colorado uh, between my senior, junior and senior year of high school. But after that, I ended up in Rapid City, South Dakota, and uh, was in a program that evolved in what was called a civil surveying program. Two-year degree is what I graduated there with in 80, 1987. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, after graduating, I found myself back in my hometown of Fremont, Nebraska, and quickly obtained a position at what was the time called Johnson Erickson O'Brien in a small town south of Fremont. And now they've grown quite large, and their na the name of that company now is JEO. Uh, but that's how I got my start. Interesting. Well, very good. Yeah. Uh, so where, where are you at right now? Right now, as of March of this year, I am in Omaha, Nebraska at a firm by the name of Lamprey Nearson. It's a surveying engineering planning firm. Prior to that, uh, I had Apex Land Surveying, where I was a one-man show for about 22 years after leaving, departing JEO to try something different and before uh, starting discussions with Lamprey Nearson to join them back this past March. So. Well, very good. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got to be a radical change. Um, it is. But, but let's, let's, uh, let's also talk about a little bit of that connection um, because this kind of bleeds over into your association work and the relationships that are built. Uh, tell us about, you know, what got you involved in the Nebraska Society and evolved into uh, leadership positions there and then how that rolled into eventual NSPS uh, roles and, and positions. Sure. Uh, I was fortunate at JEO. It was early on in my uh, career there. As a, as a survey crew tech, there was an opportunity to attend one of the annual conferences of the Professional so Surveys Association of Nebraska, PSAN. And through that, I was introduced to what a state association even looks like, what it does, how it see it functioning. And I just caught the passion right away to be like, okay, this isn't about just being in the field daily, mm -hmm. learning land surveying from, you know, the, 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 from your mentor, whoever your crew chief is and your, and your mentors in the office. It was also about where's the profession going? What, uh, what it takes to run something like that. And so that was early on. And then I was uh, appointed to head up the associates. So the unlicensed individuals, the associate committee, I guess it would be called. And uh, things evolved. I obtained my license in 93. Uh, shortly after that, started serving as a director on the, on the PSAN board. And since then, I have served twice as president. <laughs> um, so I've got two terms in as doing that. And after my, well, in between my two terms, I was uh, appointed to be the Nebraska governor at the time to NSPS. And it, that was 2012. So now we're evolving into that. So NSPS mm -hmm. 2012, Nebraska and a number of other states were just going through the process of 
are uh, looking at the MOU to be a hundred percent member. Mm-hmm. And we, we saw that through and uh, then somewhere after that, I was asked to serve as pre- you know, run for president of PSA. And again, which I did, and I served both positions, smaller state, smaller pool of people uh, serving on the PSAN level. And uh, since then, been the Nebraska director, uh, I've continued to do so since yeah, about 2012. So it's just been over 10 years. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I remember when you came on and uh, in, making a difference from, from the get-go um, mm-hmm. simply because the, you know, I think you're, I think, you know, to me that, that it, that previous experience as president and all of your experience was, was, I think it led you quite well into what to expect, what was to be expected uh, as a governor, then eventually then as a director. It did. It did. And it's been enjoyable. Uh, that first meeting, meeting you, Mark Sargent, Rick Howard, Oh, this person by the name of Lisa Van Horn <laughs> and less and less he was there as well, but just how welcoming NSPS is at our business meetings to the new directors, even representatives of the individual state societies that come as guests. Uh, it, it is, it, it's been very inspiring. And I see that as a key point for even the state societies. Again, I can only go by what Nebraska looks like and the experiences we've had there, but you get the same pool of people and occasionally you get that younger person that comes in and that adds some new thoughts and new energy to it. And NSPS only uh, expands that because it gets you in touch and finds like and different opinion, not just like people, but also people from different backgrounds that you're able to have a platform to share these ideas and return back to your state with, hey, guess what they're doing over in West Virginia? Or here's something that our NSPS Governor Affairs is doing that we could be using in our legislative committee back here and a resource that we can depend on. So, Exactly. Well, uh, then tell us a little bit about your experience in NSPS, because uh, my recollection is you haven't exactly uh, let any grass grow under your feet while you've been at NSPS. You've you've been involved on in several different uh, avenues. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those, what you've been sure. involved in, and what you gained from being involved uh, in those various roles? Sure. The grass hasn't grown under my feet because of it's not necessarily me moving fast. It's the others around that. Uh, that the the key people that have really been mentors and people that have led committees and uh, XCOM and even the the primary leadership of NSPS that I find inspiring. But so when I first joined, I was finding my way again, being welcomed by a number of people and shown the ropes. Uh, I served on, you know, I would attend committee meetings I think the committee meeting has changed quite dramatically and the involvement, uh, the potential for more involvement has grown significantly, especially since everyone adapting to life under COVID. Um, but I, I served basically technically three terms on the executive committee or XCOM. Uh, the first time uh, was after Mark Sargent was elected uh, to the uh, elected to be vice president. 
Uh, I served out of his final year on XCOM. Then I was elected for a two-year term on XCOM. And then um, after the unfortunate passing of Jim Cohn, uh, there was a need for two people to be appointed. And I was one of them to help to fill those gaps. And XCOM has really been a place and it's a key spot, I think, for most anybody to really find out more about the workings of NSPS, because it's not just the two meetings a year. It's not the day-to-day -day stuff that the officers are handling, but as a director appointed to it or, or elected to it, uh, you on a monthly, month-by-month -month base, uh, basis, you get to really experience and see the work that's being done, the necessary stuff that has to happen for a productive society to, to be productive, to to accomplish the work at hand. And seeing that really opened my eyes and uh, that's what I'm thankful for. And through XCOM or during that time, I've served again on some committees, uh, but then in 2021, during one of our virtual meetings, COVID meetings, I was uh, elected to um, the uh, NSPS Foundation, excuse me. So as a trustee representative, mm -hmm. And currently serve as co-chair uh, with Rick Howard serving as chair. That's been, uh, I find that to be very interesting. There's a lot of history there. So it's been a learning process because it's not just a committee where you come in and you start going, okay, let's redo this manual. There's a lot of different foundations and representatives and uh, a lot of uh, things that you need to learn doing that. But that has been very educational. The other thing that we've done a lot of recently, unfortunately, is administering of the disaster relief funds, whether it be most recently in Florida, I believe the other state this past year was Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And that's been an experience seeing how these life-changing events affect people within our profession. I mean, we all have things we see in our own communities, but on a national level, just Putting yourself in their place. It wasn't that long ago. I had my own my own one man surveying firm out of my house and seeing pictures and images of these people's homes and and just wondering how do they get back to work when they're trying to put their life back together and what do they do in the meantime? So that that's been very eye opening for me. Good. Uh, I I also served on a committee that uh, I don't think has been formed or appointed and probably a long time or ever, but that was that executive, the NSPS executive oversight committee when Kurt announced his retirement. And uh, we all know that, that that took a lot of effort. I, again, was serving with a number of other people and there was a lot of work put into it in order to do the search and do the interviews and make a recommendation for the selection. And then here you are. Here I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in, in spite of in spite of everything, here I am. But no, that's good. Well, but no, those those are some of the key things that I've mm -hmm. been involved with, and every time it's been a learning process, and I've been fortunate enough to the leadership that we've had. I mean, ever since I've been here, there's been wonderful people. But yourself and Mark Sargent, Rick Howard, and Craig Amy being, you know, from the board of governors, directors, and that transition, uh, Lisa, if I haven't said her name, Amanda mm -hmm. currently. And, and I, I did say Craig, but I say that with 
uh, a little bit of grit since he's a Detroit Lions fan, but uh, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they're just great people. And the, the example they lead by is something that I find inspiring to, you know, to want to serve and do more. Exactly. All right. Well, so then the big question I've been asking all the candidates <clears throat> with throwing your hat in the ring and, you know, the potential of becoming an NSPS officer, what is your primary focus on your role in what the organization is, is going to continue to be, uh, what the future of surveying is, uh, and some of the goals, uh, some of the milestones you might have for the organization in uh, during what would be your officer span? Sure. Well, when I first learned that my name came up as a potential nominee to be on the ballot and I was asked about it, I you know quickly reflected and I take this seriously, this serving at this level on the NSPS leadership takes time. It's not something that uh, you can just skirt around and life is busy enough with family and work. But since my change to Lamprey Nearson as of March of this year, um, that's where I knew now I have that time, the opportunities there. I certainly wouldn't say yes if I knew that it would be overwhelming because the last thing NSPS leadership can afford is, is inactive leadership. But with that said, I don't see myself coming in and saying, okay, here's all the things that are wrong. Cause that's not the case at all. There's a lot of positive forward motion that's been happening. There's lots of individuals uh, like Tim Murphy and, uh, Oh my gosh, Linda Foster. All of a sudden I was like, don't mm -hmm. <laughs> come on memory. And, and the efforts that people like that and, and Stuart Ward, uh, I'm just naming some people off the top of my head. I didn't even write down Stuart's name, but mm -hmm. those oh, are yes. newer, not, not necessarily all newer faces, but seeing what's happening recently and seeing what some people are doing is really uh, inspiring to me. So now that I feel like I have time, if if I you know if if I were to be elected, um, I would want to continue to make sure that our committees have the tools and the individuals in place to continue getting work done. Uh, you know as well as I do that years you know prior to prior to COVID, you know there were some committees that were still getting a lot done. Government affairs constantly you know have to address issues. But there might have been that mentality or that busyness of life that caused it to, okay, okay, now we're having our spring meeting. Let's get back together and talk about what we talked about last fall. Mm -hmm. and, and again, and that's changed. And, 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 and there might be some need for that to continue to evolve so we see even more change. But that's a key aspect that I see that needs to be followed through with. And it's already happening. Just I would want to be uh, a conduit of, helping that grow more and not to inhibit it. Workforce development being one of those committees, I think is, as we all know, our profession is, it's not new. We, we, we see a need. We need, we have a need to maintain, retain the individuals within our profession. We need, we need to inspire, find a way to keep the, the survey technicians even and, and find them paths to where they feel like they have a career that's more than just maybe being that guy doing construction staking every day. 
And that bleeds, that, that runs right into the CST, the Certified Surveyor Technician. In fact, we just had an exam here at our office this past Saturday, and we had eight people take the exam. And uh, I think we have a, at least a 50% success rate in their scores. Even, it might even be higher once the board meets. But that was something that we're starting to implement here. It's probably in other regions, it's done all the time and it's old news, but I find that to be a, a very successful tool that NSPS has. And it's part of growing that part of our profession that's not recognized with state licensure. Um, I would like to see continued um, we'd want to work on seeing if that could become some kind of membership level within our society. Mm -hmm. I think that's been talked about both from a revenue side for NSPS, but more importantly, that retaining of that, of, of that employee um, and giving them some connection with others, you know, throughout the country that I think are some key things. And then just to that same part of recruitment is getting to our education our education committee, I know, has done fine work, but to continue to uh, pass that information on, inspire our state societies to, you know, develop relationships with their guidance counselor associations, their local schools, and giving and continuing to provide those tools and expand on those tools for even like a Lamprey-Nearson type firm. They've been doing it for years. They've been going to the local high schools in Omaha, mm -hmm. middle schools career fair type uh, uh, events to point out here's land surveying here's why we're proud of it here's what it is which i think opens up enough eyes because as we know land surveying is is, is not a is not a known profession to a lot of those younger younger individuals so really it's touching on our current uh, current uh, workforce development and meaning the current retainage of employees and then maybe even getting others to switch fields that would see the, the, the positives of being a land surveyor, being involved in the profession <clears throat> and the recruitment of more uh, recruitment at, a, at, at the educate at the middle school and senior high school level. And we've even, we were just talking recently and I'm sure this is happening by this, but I would like to see us take that and, use it with any, even the universities within your region, they may not have a survey degree program, but they could have a GIS program. They could have an engineering mm -hmm. program that has survey courses, um, a mathematical uh, you know, uh, degrees, and, and, and at least making them aware of this option, which could lead to an internship while they're in college. Then once you have them in your door, mm -hmm. the environment within that office, that, that uh, firm could be the the selling point that could change that person's trajectory and, and be a happy land surveyor the rest of their lives. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think mm. you, I think you summed up uh, quite well. I'll say it. I, I was I normally would ask for some final thoughts, but well, I think you've, I think you've, I think you've nailed, I think you've nailed it there. So um, no, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's part of what the leadership is all about. So um, well, I, I, I will, I will ask you, do, I mean, do you have any final thoughts? I mean, that was, like I said, that was uh, pretty, pretty well spoken there. Or I might just windy, <laughs> just yeah. talk a lot. No. Um, I know. I think a lot of that was in there. I, you know, whatever the outcome of the elections, there are 
there are great people that have been nominated. My, my, my goal is to support the results. Um, obviously, and if I'm not, then I'm going to continue representing Nebraska in the near future and still going to give every effort that I can to be plugged in to help. Uh, one thing I didn't mention is another thing like Bart Craddy, the director from Tennessee, who's loving the football season they're having. Cause I hear about it in my texts. I receive from him. <laughs> good for him. Um, when he first started the floodplain uh, certified yeah. floodplains, uh, I'm not even saying it yes. right. Yeah. yeah. Certified floodplain surveyors. Yes. There we go. Um, I was a little apprehensive being that's a that's an area that I work in a lot, <clears throat> but he's proven to me that that's another opportunity NSPS and the states have, you know, FEMA first started that program and that was intended to expedite elevation certificates, LOMAs. Well, our profession didn't react with the vigor that FEMA had anticipated. So they created a different app, a, a letter of map change process where anybody could submit the documentation. Mm -hmm. uh, an LS, an, a licensed land surveyor still needs to prepare it or in some states an engineer can as well. But what he's shown me is that the educating of our current professionals in specific, specific or specialized areas like this I think is going to be well welcomed. And if the state society sees that they could start, you know, Hey, let's implement this. If you so choose, it's not a regulation that you have to be, but if you can get those three letters behind your name on top of other stuff and the public and FEMA start to recognize that again, it's, it's a good thing. So I see that as an asset again, from a potential revenue standpoint for NSPS, but it's not just revenue. It's a revenue that leads to the progression of our, and the respect of our profession. So in closing thoughts, I forgot to mention that one as well. <laughs> I was just thinking, and, and, and he's done great work with that as, as far as whole committee has. So yes, he has. Yes, they have. So I would, I, that closing thoughts, I'm, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited. Most, most of what makes that happen is the individuals of which I haven't named them all, but there's so much happening and I want, I'm excited and want to be part of uh, uh, seeing that continue on and, and uh, the growth of our profession and the longevity of it continues. So. Well, very good. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of your day to have a little chat with us. Um, just, just a quick reminder to everyone, the ballots will be coming out December 1st. Uh, get those in. Uh, they'll, they'll be, the election will close on December 23rd. We'll know by the end of the year. Uh, in the meantime, if you want more information on the candidates, um, besides listening to this podcast, you will see them uh, see all the bios coming out uh, shortly. And the uh, the new surveyor says the NSPS bulletin uh, will have full information there, and through some posts and news and views. And if that wasn't all, we're going to have a town hall with the with the candidates, uh, the vice president vice presidential candidates on Monday, uh, November twenty eighth, and the president elect candidates on. Tuesday, November 29th. So uh, if you uh, just register and uh, have a chance to grill the candidates yourself, if you like. So um, uh, Danny, thanks for coming on. Uh, appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing you on the 29th and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see where it all goes. Well, thanks for having me. And as always, Tim, appreciate the all, all that you do. Well, thank you. 
My guest today is Mr. Davey Edwards. Uh, it's, an, it's a name that's uh, been, uh, I guess, I guess you would say you're uh, you, you've been kind of busy in Texas and uh, you're you're uh, you're jumping out here with us on the national stage. And so, Mr. Edwards, uh, just give us a little introduction of who you are and uh, and, and and where your cur- current employment is and what what you're up to. OK, well, I'm Davey Edwards. Um, I'm a son of a surveyor. Uh, my dad was surveying uh, since 72. He got licensed in 75. So all I can remember is growing up around surveying. Uh, it was my summer jobs in high school. And I'm not going to go into a full spill of, <laughs> of what I what I grew up around. Uh, but just to let you know that, you know, I, um, after a couple of summers in 110 degree weathers and snakes, poison ivy, spider webs every time you walk down a creek bed. Um, I was not wanting to be a surveyor. So I went in and got my degree from Texas A&M in biomedical science. Uh, didn't make it into medical school. And it was like coming back home and saying, Dad, I need a job. Uh, so there I was surveying again. Um, and then I Basically, that's kind of, you know, it took off from there. I said, if I'm going to be a surveyor, then I'm going to go all out. So uh, just a little bit about, you know, what I have is I got licensed in Texas. Um, I got licensed in Oklahoma because our business was right there on the Red River in Fort Worth. Um, Then I decided to get my LSLS in Texas, which is a licensed state land surveyor, uh, working on uh, sovereign lands of Texas under the general land office. Uh, And I didn't stop there. I looked at the federal side and at that time, the the CFEDS program was just getting up and running. I was in the beta course of that uh, and I got my CFEDS uh, in 2007. Uh, But to me, education is important, and I had an opportunity to get my master's in geospatial surveying engineering uh, from Texas A&M uh, Corpus Christi, uh, and then I went in straight out of that into uh, my PhD, uh, which is in geoscience, but I, I focus primarily on uh, river morphology and how that affects riparian boundaries on interstate and international boundary lines. Uh, so <clears throat> I built an expertise around uh, original land grants uh, and specifically uh, those that deal with uh, riparian boundaries. A um, couple of years after I got my Ph.D., uh, one of my mentors and, and committee members of my master's and my Ph.D. Uh, was retiring from education uh, and he needed somebody to come in. So. I left my dad's business of uh, working there since 95 till 2018 and came to the academic side. And I've been teaching at A&M Corpus Christi, their survey GIS program. Um, They have an undergraduate program and a graduate program here that I also teach some courses in. And I primarily teach the upper level courses that deal with cadastral sciences, legal principles, uh, the history of surveying uh, and the capstone classes and some of the researches uh, that go on dealing primarily with boundary surveying in the uh, graduate program. Very good. Um, Very good. But I'm not a tenured uh, professor. I'm a professional assistant professor, uh, which allows me to continue my consulting as a professional. 
so I still participate in uh, working in the field of surveying, uh, which I enjoy a lot. So I'm currently still working uh, as the vice president of my dad's company, Edwards Surveying, and I also work with uh, Texas a Corpus Christi. In addition to that, I'm also the director of the Texas Spatial Reference Center, which is in the A&M system uh, here in Texas. And we have been very busy lately with this new uh, spatial reference frame uh, that should be out by 2025. Uh, but we're we're getting ready for it. We've done some legislative works. Uh, we're doing some uh, actual uh, observations for NGS to update the ellipsoid in, uh, in the Texas area. Um, nice. So we've been pretty busy lately. Well, good, good. Well, with all of that going on, um, obviously you, you've been involved with uh, the Texas Society, so don't know where you found time to be involved in that, but obviously it all overlaps. Tell us about your about your uh, volunteerism with uh, within TSPS. Yeah, so that uh, started right soon after I uh, decided to, you know, uh, be a surveyor. I uh, started working with my dad. My dad would take me to, uh, you know, the local uh, chapter meetings and of uh, TSPS, which was in Fort Worth. Uh, and I started to get uh, really interested in the continuing education side of, of um, the society. Uh, so I, I went in and took some um, courses uh, to create continuing education courses. And from there, um, really kind of pushed it. And I guess that kind of gets recognized when you start to do something. Uh, people say, well, that person really needs to be involved. So they elect you for something. <laughs> uh, so. Yes, I served as um, all of the officer positions in the local Fort Worth chapter, and and eventually that got me into being elected director uh, at a state wide uh, position, and then slowly worked my way through the officers positions, uh, and I was president of uh, TSPS in 2011-2012, and. Never really back away from being, you know, involved. You're always um, wanting to help out. I help out with the education. Uh, I still, we still do a continuing education course, um, you know, where we spend three days uh, in the field, in the in a classroom, uh, retracing original boundaries, which is, you know, my primary focus. Uh, but then I'm also involved with uh, governmental affairs. Uh, where also, you know, we monitor any uh, local bills and things like that that go on. So I have been involved with uh, the statewide uh, association and I'm a member of the Oklahoma uh, Society, but I don't do much other than just participate in, you know, getting my education up in Oklahoma. Sure. Um, but I've kind of always been in the... Uh, um, popcorn gallery of the uh, NSPS um, wanting to participate, but really never finding the time or the funding to really get to a lot of the NSPS meetings uh, until recently when I started at A&M Corpus Christi, which we have 
students that compete in the student competition. So that always got me up there for the spring meeting. Uh, and with uh, Henry Kulam uh, being the uh, director up there from Texas, um, you know, I always sat with him, somebody I knew. He always introduced me to somebody. That person introduced me to somebody. And I, I wanted to be involved. And uh, baptism by fire, I show up one day and they asked me if I'd be willing to uh, sit in as a vice president pro tem if, if elected. And I told them, you know, I, I wasn't expecting to uh, jump that far ahead and in, in participating, but I, I think I can do it. And so um, I, I got involved uh, that way. Uh, and I've had a great year. Um, really see a lot of benefit in, in how NSPS can benefit not only students, but professionals and and doing it on a national level, but also at a local level. And 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 really with um, kind of Tim, with with what you've kind of invigorated, you know, some of the things like getting kids into surveying and and being involved. It's it's been exciting this year. And, and I hope to continue that uh, if elected, you know, president elect that got a lot of you know, a lot of things on my plate, but I, I, I'm focusing on a couple of things, and I think we're going to talk about them here in a minute. Yeah, sure, exactly. Well, yeah, that that is the big question then. So as a candidate for president-elect and, and, and you know, potentially is continuing as an officer, what is your primary focus for the organization and some, I won't say, I won't say personal goals, but your vision of goals and uh, milestones for the organization? Yeah. So, you know, we've had some pretty good leadership um, recently, and and I think, you know, when we start to look at um, bringing in uh, new ideas uh, and and really maturing those ideas uh, is is important to society. And, um, you know, of course, first and foremost, for me, education is important, uh, I think. There is a, a push uh, throughout the United States to reduce uh, education requirements. Uh, and I'm not fully against, you know, reducing whatever to make it. But I think education builds a fundamental foundation for surveying. Uh, and I don't want to ever see it eliminated, but I want to see it, um, you know, followed through. We see in other countries uh, that they are pushing even stronger education in surveying. Uh, it's not that sir, that makes a professional. Uh, that's not it at all. Uh, it's a matter of building that uh, foundation to to grow from. Uh, so with education also comes experience. Um, you know, we're an aging profession. Uh, I looked in the mirror the other day and I realized <laughs> I do have white hair and, and yes, my hair is not growing in certain parts on my head. Uh, and so I have become that older profession and I, you know, when I look back at who, who actually mentored me, uh, and, you know, not only was my dad, but other professionals around the state and around the nation, um, that was important to a part of that education. And you, you kind of surround yourself with mentorship and, and I'm not certain that we're getting the mentorship out there, uh, that we need 
for uh, this younger generation. And uh, I think we can build a, a great mentorship program uh, that we can, you know, especially with this online education that we have, uh, we could probably start, uh, you know, looking towards memberships in different states. Uh, so these uh, surveyors that are coming out of these education programs can start uh, getting a, I guess, a more well-rounded uh, knowledge of surveying, not only just in Texas, not only just in the public land systems, but all over in your colonial states and in states that have unique systems like Louisiana. Um, there, there are people out there willing and ready to start doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, so education and experience is a is a primary goal uh, that I would like to see, uh, you know, maybe grow and mature. Uh, but, you know, knowing how uh, how uh, I guess elections work and how little time you have to do things. Uh, I know that, you know, some of those things may get pushed to one side and another, and I'm good with that too. Um, something else that I have on my list is student involvement. Um, I like to see more students get involved with, uh, try and grow that, um, uh, that new generation coming up again this is coming from looking at our aging profession and that mentorship uh if we have the students involved um i know uh trent keenan who does that mentoring monday uh you know his his primary goal was to get some education out there to the students beyond the classroom and that that mentoring uh attitude can be you know can be built on uh it can it's got to come from somewhere. So if we get student involvement, we can see what the students want or need. Um, just recently talking with a, a young lady from the University of Maine. Uh, I sent you that email. Mm -hmm. uh, wanting to uh, really get a, an online chapter going. I thought that was a great idea. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be just for, um, you know, University of, of Maine online uh, students there. We could get online students from all over the United States uh, and and to be able to have a, a mentoring program uh, where, you know, people like me, like you and, and everybody else can and participate. And if these students have certain questions, maybe uh, um, it has to deal with classes or maybe something they heard about or read about, um, you know, that'd be a great, great place to have it. Um, Lastly, the thing I have, and this is something I've always done, uh, is promotion of the profession. Um, a lot of people that don't work in our fields uh, don't know what we do. Uh, and I think that hurts as far as getting uh, students uh, looking forward to going to uh, college to be a surveyor. Um, they just don't know that it's there. And I, I think we can I think we can work and uh, not only getting the message out to the public, but work with the, the schools, maybe the counselors uh, and and the curriculum uh, directors of, of uh, school districts getting, you know, a, some something built within the system that not only, you know, you see um, the engineers have future city competitions uh, in these schools, but we can get 
maybe something built into a curriculum that that educates the students on surveying and the aspects of surveying, not only just in capturing um, geospatial data, but understanding that, you know, the principle behind boundaries is surveying. Uh, what does boundaries mean? You know, this this involves history, it involves math, it involves science. There's just so many different places that a student can come from that can fill in, you know, this void that, you know, this aging uh, profession is is going to see uh, in the next 10, 15 years. Uh, I've had several good colleagues that passed away here just this year. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking that's it's fixing to be a lot more uh, that are either retiring or they're going to pass away. Uh, and we need to fill in that void that's fixing to be uh, pretty bad, I think. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, that's those are all some 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 great points, and I appreciate you sharing those with us. Um, any final thoughts as we we jump into this? Uh, the, the election will the, the ballots will be going out uh, December first. Uh, they run through December twenty third. We'll know by the end of the year. Um, but any final thoughts uh, as people receive these ballots and will uh, consider consider their uh, candidate choices uh, going forward. Well, I know we got a lot of good candidates um, that are coming in, and even in the position that I've been um, uh, nominated for, but also vice president. You know that 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 chain of of uh, officers that are going to be, you know, the next uh, uh, set that runs through the each chair. Um, but I think as far as you know, what I can bring. Uh, is not only the um, the experience and leadership from a uh, professional side, but also from the educational side. But and and I have you know done a lot on the societal side, um, right. but also bring in from the regulatory side with my involvement in uh, our state regulating board, being an emeritus member being involved with NCWS um, and different committees on NCWS. Um, so I, I, I've tried to be as well-rounded as I could. Um, I always follow my, my grandpa's saying of being a jack of all trade and a master of none. Uh, <laughs> and as long as I can, you know, pull from those resources that I've built, the networking that I've built, the, the, mentors that I surround myself with, um, you know, I, and I would, you know, definitely uh, be a voice of the uh, membership uh, as I move forward if elected in this position. So I do want to uh, run for the position. I do want to be an officer of this great uh, society. I've, I've um, been humbled and honored to you know, be involved at the level I have been over the last year as vice president. Uh, so I look forward to continuing, but if not, I'll support whoever does get, uh, and hopefully I can continue to um, uh, participate in some level, uh, uh, even if I don't get elected. So that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, but that's, you know, I look forward to uh, possibly later having uh, forum uh, and maybe answering questions that the membership 
may have. Uh, maybe they'll get to know me a little bit better on that. I know we had a short little window and I have a full story to tell. Uh, so yes. I'll just shut it off right there. No, that's, that's, that is, that is a great thing to, I was going to mention here at the wrap up um, is that, yes, we're, we're targeting either uh, we're trying to nail down the dates for, for all three candidates to be available either uh, November 29th or 30th. Um, we will have a town hall basically to, to talk to the candidates, grill them if you, if you, if you so, so choose, but uh, no, we'll, 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 uh, we'll get that uh, scheduled up and uh, yes, you're right. That's a, another great opportunity so besides this podcast, you'll see the bios in News and Views and the new NSPS bulletin coming out, and you'll have an opportunity to talk to the to the candidates directly. Uh, they're right before the elections at the end of November. So, Davey, thank you for joining me, and I, I appreciate no you ta- appreciate you taking the time and and telling the story because it's important that people understand uh, who's who we're choosing to lead uh, a significant organization, and uh, we we appreciate. Uh, getting to know you a little bit better, and to know th- to know that there's that there's really caring people out there. That's the reason they're they're wanting to to continue their their volunteer leadership um, in a significant organization. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, we will talk to you at the at the end of the month, and look forward to seeing you at the town hall. Not a problem. Look forward to it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.